Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Matthew. Today is episode 786. We're looking at Matthew chapter 15, verses 10 through 20. Let's read our passage. Summoning in the crowd, he told them, Listen and understand. It's not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but what comes out of the mouth. This defiles a person. Then the disciples came up and told him, Do you know that the Pharisees took offense when they heard what you said? He replied, Every plant that my heavenly Father didn't plant will be uprooted. Leave them alone. They are blind guides. And if the blind guides the blind, both will fall into a pit. Then Peter said, Explain this parable to us. Do you still lack understanding? He asked. Don't you realize that whatever goes into the mouth passes into the stomach and is eliminated? But what comes out of the mouth comes from the heart, and this defiles a person. For from the heart come evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, sexual immoralities, thefts, false testimonies, slander. These are the things that defile a person. But eating with unwashed hands does not defile a person. This is the Gospel according to Matthew. Matthew's writing this gospel, this account of the ministry of Jesus, to convince people that Jesus is the Messiah. He's writing this gospel and presenting the teaching, preaching, and healing ministry of Jesus. We've seen several instances of teaching. We've had some big discourses on teaching. We had the third one of those, the parable discourse. And since then, we've seen him go to his hometown of Nazareth and was rejected by them. We heard the report of the death of John the Baptist. What we saw out of that was Herod Antipas, the ethnarch, his fear of Jesus. We saw the feeding of the 5,000. Then Jesus walking on the water. They crossed back over to the other side of the Sea of Galilee to Genesaret. And that's where he saw this massive amount of healing, specifically with no concern for ritual cleanliness. Then the scribes and Pharisees from Jerusalem challenged Jesus. The question was why his disciples didn't wash their hands before they ate. And it wasn't about dirty hands. It was about ritual cleanliness. You must do it a certain way in order to be ritually clean. He challenged them about the traditions of the elders because that's what they came and said. How is it your disciples violate the traditions of the elders? We're continuing in the same segment dealing with the Pharisees, but he's done dealing with the Pharisees personally. Verse 10, we see summoning the crowd, he told them, listen and understand. So he's speaking to the scribes and Pharisees from Jerusalem, and obviously it's a public place. We have the crowd in the background, and the scribes and Pharisees are publicly challenging Jesus. So he responds to them about challenging their understanding of the traditions of the elders. And now he turns to the crowd. The crowd's all standing there, and he speaks now directly to the crowd. He tells them, listen and understand. That was a big deal about speaking in parables, listening and understanding, that the mark of a true disciple is that they do listen and they do understand. Verse 11. It's not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person. What comes out of the mouth, this defiles a person. 
Notice he still hasn't actually directly dealt with their challenge. Their challenge was, why do the disciples not wash their hands ritually before eating? And what he's really challenging is pretty much the whole understanding of what ritual cleanliness is, because that's all tied up in this oral tradition, the tradition of the elders. It's not part of the Old Testament. It's extra stuff that's been tacked on. And that's what he's really challenging. So what goes into the mouth? That would be food. What comes out of the mouth? That would be words. So what he's saying to the crowd is, food doesn't defile you. Your words defile you. And that's easy enough to understand. It's, it's not what you eat. It's what you say, which is a measure of who you are. Verse 12, then the disciples came up and told him, do you know that the Pharisees took offense when they heard what you said? Now, from this point on, it's in private with the disciples. Mark says they went into the house, but this is just privately with the disciples now. So they said, you know, the Pharisees took offense when they heard what you said. Now, what did they take offense at? Are they referring to when he called them hypocrites? back earlier, or just with verse 11, it's not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, what comes out of the mouth, this defiles a person. It's hard to say. Matthew doesn't explain it fully, whether it's, it's calling them hypocrites, whether it's challenging the oral tradition, whether it's his comment here in, in verse 11. Regardless, the disciples are saying, hey, Jesus, you know, you, you offended those important people from Jerusalem. And Jesus replied in verse 13, every plant that my heavenly father didn't plant will be uprooted. Leave them alone. They are blind guides. And if a blind guides the blind, both will fall into the pit. He doesn't seem too concerned that they are offended. And actually we step back and say, of course they're offended. And he knows they're offended and expects them to be offended. But this comment, every plant my heavenly father didn't plant will be uprooted. In Isaiah 60, verse 21, you have the imagery of Israel as the branch that God planted. And then in light of the parable of the weeds, where you had the good seed planted by the landowner, and then the enemy came and planted the weeds, and then in the explanation later, he specifically said that Satan is the enemy and it's the evil people, or the weeds, but they will all be separated at the harvest. And it goes along here. Every plant that my heavenly father didn't plant will be uprooted. Obviously, he's saying, and the scribes and Pharisees, at least the group we just dealt with, they are part of the weeds. They are not the plants that my heavenly father planted. They will be separated at the harvest. And he compares them to blind guides and the imagery he gives here. If you, if you are blind and need somebody to guide you, don't choose a blind person to guide you because you both end up falling into a pit then. So don't look to these people, these scribes and Pharisees, for spiritual leadership because these guys are spiritually blind. And if you follow them, they will lead you into a bad place. So he says, leave them alone nothing to do with them. They will provide no spiritual guidance. Verse 15, then Peter said, explain this parable to us. Well, a couple things here. One is 
we start to see Peter now as the spokesperson for the other disciples. We start to see Peter taking on this role of leadership of the group of disciples. And that will only increase as we go along. Explain the parable to us. What parable? Basically, verse 11. Now remember, parable can mean a lot of things. It can mean a poem, a wise saying, a riddle, an allegory, a simile. So there's a whole bunch of things that the word parable could mean. And he's referring to verse 11, where Jesus says, It's not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but what comes out of the mouth. This defiles a person. Well, this is pretty much a proverb or a wise saying, but parable captures it. But Peter wants it explained to them. Verse 16, Do you still lack understanding, he asked? Now you here is plural. So he's asking this of all the disciples. You guys still don't get it? Understanding has been a key thing. That's what he said to this crowd back in verse 10. Listen and understand. So he challenges their understanding. But he explains it. Verse 17. Don't you realize that whatever goes into the mouth passes into the stomach and is eliminated? Well, yeah, we all understand that. Well, then we go beyond that. So obviously, food that is considered ritually unclean is not going to hurt you. Now, if you eat something that's contaminated, something that's bad for you, yeah, it could make you sick. That's not what he's talking about. He's talking about food that is considered in the unclean category by nature of how it was prepared or what touched it, who touched it, where it was kept. Now, Mark, when he gives this scenario, Mark 7, verse 19, he adds a comment. Thus he declared all foods clean. So Mark is adding a comment that by what Jesus is saying here, he is declaring that all food is clean. And we see that spelled out more clearly uh, in the book of Acts when Peter is in Caesarea and has this vision declaring all food to be clean. Verse 18, but what comes out of the mouth comes from the heart. And this defiles a person. So you say it's not what you take in is what comes out. Because it's not what you eat, but who you are. And the heart reveals who you are. What you say and how you say it reveals who you are and the real condition of your heart. Verse 19. For from the heart come evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, sexual immoralities, thefts, false testimonies, slander. Now all that's more than words. So he's using... The idea of words to illustrate it, but as he gives this list, obviously it's not just words, but the issue is the heart. What defiles you is what comes from you, your own sin. Sinful thoughts, sinful words, sinful actions. That is defiling, not whether you eat food that was prepared incorrectly. Now this list he gives, four of these are for the Ten Commandments the sixth through the ninth commandment, murder, adultery, theft, false testimony. Now, slander could be translated as blasphemies. It's a, a broad word. It can mean a lot of things from slandering somebody else to slandering God, which is blasphemy. And verse 20, these are the things that defile a person. But eating with unwashed hands does not defile a person. Now, this is where he actually, for the first time, answers the challenge by the Pharisees. Why don't your 
disciples followed the tradition of the elders by washing their hands before eating. And his answer is, because that doesn't defile them. And so this whole explanation was to illustrate what does defile somebody is their sinfulness, their sinful thoughts, their sinful words, their sinful actions, not failure to follow properly the tradition of the elders. Now, has he set aside all the rules of the Old Testament? No, what he's challenging here is the tradition of the elders. He's basically saying, that's a bunch of stuff you guys made up. But he is continuing to say, in order to understand the rules of the Old Testament, you have to understand it through me. You saw that way up earlier in Matthew's Gospel. Jesus said, I didn't come to abolish the law, he came to fulfill it. And to understand the law, to understand the Old Testament, we have to understand it through Jesus. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through Matthew.